Hello everyone and welcome back to Truth Prevails. I'm Amanda. And I'm Nastasia. Still, I haven't gotten used to our scheduling on this thing. <clears throat> yep, I know. But, uh, just a note, if you hear some rumbling in the background, we've got some weird weather going on over here. Um, even though we're in the Southern California area, it's the end of June practically, and... Today seems to be like the actual June gloom type of thing because it looks like it's going to thunder, lightning, and rain, but yet it's humid. Mm-hmm. So, that's why we can't live without the air conditioner. Yes. Exactly that. <laughs> Otherwise, we would just be like, hey, guys. <laughs> oh, how's it going? <laughs> just drinking tons of water. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. Just, uh bear with us um but if you're curious because obviously you're listening in must be that you are curious <laughs> Mastasia, what's our topic for today today we are talking about to obey or not to obey <coughs> that is the question <laughs> <laughs> were you trying to say that is the question <laughs> you know i was clearing my throat but it, it did kind of sound that way didn't it kind of, yes <laughs> Everyone wearing earbuds are like, oh, oh. <laughs> that, that, that was loud. That was loud. Yeah, um, kind of flummy. <laughs> kind of, kind of flummy. Anyway, so before we get started, we have our two uh, jingles that we do, but we'll leave one for the end, and we are going to start off with Mastasia's random fact. There we go. Little random facts about Mastasia. Yes. Mic drop. No, I'm just kidding. Um, okay, so <laughs> this random fact is going to be different than our other random facts because we actually have um, something special to share with you guys. Uh, as usual, uh, I didn't quite know what I was going to share for my random fact until uh, it just so conveniently occurred that when we were doing our usual mic test to make sure the audio would be okay, um, I had quite an effect on Amanda and her vocal cords. <laughs> <laughs> Laughter did <clears throat> ensue, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and show you guys why. This is a test. Do you wanna say something to make sure your volume's good? of the emergency broadcast system. Okay, I'm just trying to keep myself to compose. <laughs> it doesn't help that I sound like an old dog <clears throat> trying to bark. <laughs> you know, and it's so random because this girl uh, loves to randomly vocalize yeah vocalize <laughs> whatever she's feeling at the moment whatever is like there at the moment whatever just seems right at the moment which is <laughs> <laughs> yeah just seems just like it's the right time it's the right place we know there's a time for everything there's a season for everything but she she's got something for every season yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so dead about it and that completely caught caught me off guard because i know she does things like this because they're so random. They're like seriously unexpected. 
I, I'd lost it. I, I, I think for a moment there, she was like, am I losing her? I know, <laughs> you were, like, like, so like, red, yeah. too. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I struck gold. <laughs> I struck gold. Because, oh you gosh. know, I can sometimes, like, say something that, you know, allows for, like, a little... <laughs> but, like, for that, I was like, yes, because I don't... It, yeah, it was it was a good, hearty laugh. It was a good, hearty laugh. Yeah. A necessary, hearty laugh. Yes. Anyways, let's move on. Actually, I usually say any who. Why am I using anyways? I sometimes say any hoot. Any hoot. Yeah, okay, you do. I say any who. We're going to go ahead and get started with our topic. Obedience, actually. Yes. And we can go into many different avenues about obedience, but I think for the most part, we're probably going to talk about this important thing of being... Um, obedient followers of Christ mm-hmm. and let me start it off with the one scripture and I'm pretty sure Mercedes is going to jump in and just kind of <clears throat> divulge a bunch of stuff upon her heart <clears throat> anyways John fourteen fifteen says if you love me keep my commandments mm-hmm. I think um a very misconstrued idea in Christianity today is that God provides grace and so that a lot us that allots us to act, do, say, be however we want to because God's grace covers it. Right. But that is a complete misunderstanding. If we love the Lord, believe in him, have been saved, have a regenerated heart, our hearts are directed to desire him above everything, to love him, and to keep his commandments, which is his word. That means to obey him. And that is not in any way um, a license to abuse his grace or to um, simply make excuses for not obeying his word, not being in his word, saying that you have some special revelation from the Holy Spirit or the Holy Spirit just tells you what to do. No, we are called to obey him, his commandments. And if we don't, I'm pretty sure Mastasia has a scripture for that. Want to chime in? Yes, I do. Great. So, um, one that I really want to read is Luke six forty six, and it says, "Why and why call ye me Lord, mm-hmm. Lord, and do not the things which I say?" Yeah. As well as Matthew seven twenty one, it's a biggie. It says, "Not every one that saith unto me Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven." Amen. And um, yeah, it's. When you read those kinds of things, it's like, oh my goodness, you know? Um, I think part of the issues that we have is it's almost as though when you hear the word obey or you hear the word Lord, you, it, it almost wants to invoke like, when you hear like obey your Lord, mm-hmm. it, it kind of wants to invoke this idea of, are you a legalist? I know. Are you going to judge me? Are you going to give me a hard time? Yes. You know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, if you hear it's fine. God's grace covers it. You think, um, are you really like wishy-washy or do you not care at all? Or it's like, it's almost like you're completely on one side or you're completely on another. And so it's kind of like when you talk about obedience, it's like, ooh, legalist. And then you talk about just do whatever you want. It's like, ooh, mm, I don't know about that. Can't trust that either, you know? Mm -hmm. But ultimately we have to combine all of scripture because all of scripture, like it's, it's, full context you know Mm -hmm. and we know that the the scriptures teach um that we're saved by grace through faith 
alone. None of our works can marry it, like merit our salvation. Mm-hmm. It is only through Christ that we can come to the Father. He is the way, the truth, and the life, and no none goes to the Father except through Him. And um, <clears throat> so we're well aware that you cannot earn your salvation, and um, uh, and all of that. But we have scriptures like the one that Amanda read that makes it very clear mm-hmm. that we are still meant to obey Him because we love Him. Yes, we love him because he first loved us. But out of that love and out of everything he has provided for us, we know that we're able to obey. That there's not a temptation big enough for us to have an excuse, you know. Um, and basically say, I couldn't help it. Like, you, you can. But we also know by scripture that we struggle with the flesh. It's like a corpse stra- strapped to our back that mm-hmm. we can't wait till we can get rid of it, you know? And so this isn't something to condemn when you stumble. We understand we stumble. And when Absolutely. we do, we, you know, pray that the Lord would deeply convict us and that we would be able to genuinely repent, you know? Yes. And um, keep running that race because that's the whole point is we're going to stumble but that doesn't mean we stop striving for that. Mm-hmm. But it can't be in our own strength. We know that God gets the credit. It's by his sanctifying work. He who began a good work in you is faithful and uh, to carry it out into the completion into completion to the day of Christ's return. Philippians and, 1 6. Thank you. <laughs> and so, um, you know, there is this balance where it's not trying to say you have to be completely perfect i mean we recently did a podcast about how you can't achieve perfection we're pending perfection you know but at the same time we do keep trying for that out of that love for christ (laughs) out of the fact that he saved us so like graciously that we just long to want to obey him and Mm -hmm. we we're mournful when we catch the times when our flesh says nah I don't mm-hmm. care. Oh, and then it grieves us because we're like, no, no, I do. I do. What was I thinking? You know? And so, um, yeah, I think that's something that's important to understand that it's not, you know, we can't just write off obedience and call it legalism. And because then you can so easily start falling into that camp of I'm going to live like I'm part of this world when yeah. we're not supposed to. It says do not conform to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, you know? Yeah. Um, and so... Yeah, that's just one of the things that I think is important to understand about that. Um, it's not as though you can be perfect and try and be a legalist and say, I get to earn this by doing this. No, you know, um, we were saved for the good works. He prepared it in advance for us to do. Um, the good works don't save us. That's correct. Yeah. Um, so when Mastasia said wishy-washy, that... Honestly, many people that are wishy-washy get insulted by that. Or they have that, ugh, that twinge of, ugh, really? Because you're better or you're holier than thou? Or that's the idea that usually is presented when that term is used, which I understand can really come off repulsive and just insulting. But let me, let me put it in a way where it's biblical. Lukewarm. Mm. The Bible says it's better for you to be hot or cold, but not lukewarm. Mm -hmm. Because that's just the worst place to be at. And that's what wishy-washy Christianity is, which we obviously see it a lot all around us. Many people claiming to be Christians, yet they're not living that out. They are loving the world and the things of this world. When God says, hate the world and the things of it. Mm -hmm. That is what he clearly says. Because if you love him, you cannot love the things of the world. Right. 
But there is this um, misconception where um, it's okay to go after the things of the world, to be a partaker of this world, but that literally makes you um, double-minded. And there is honestly no ability to obey the Lord if you are double-minded. There is no capacity in you to be that way because you will constantly be divided over God mm-hmm. and mammon. Right. Um, so when Mastasia said that we are tempted, Bible also has something to say about that. 1 Corinthians 10.13 says, There hath no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. You have everything that you need. If you are a true follower of Jesus Christ, if you are knowingly seeking after Christ, seeking after that holiness, um, that perfection, um, that exemplifies Christ, if you're seeking out to live that righteous life, you have everything that you need. There is no reason, no excuse, nothing, no temptation that can overtake you. But if you are not living your life for Christ, if you are not obeying his word, most importantly, if you are not seeking after him with all of your heart, there is a huge concern there. There is the possibility that either one, you're truly not saved, or two, something's up. (laughs) Something is up, and this is why we're called to examine our faith every day, all the time, to be checking ourselves if we're in the faith. Mm -hmm. Um, Obedience is not something to be taken lightly, and I think this is what we really want to hone in and really want to convey is that obedience is not something to toy with. It's not something like, yeah, okay, I'll get to it. Or it's not something to be like, well, if I don't obey here and then, you know, kind of do this or halfly obey or, yeah, you know, just Mm -hmm. reluctantly obey or whatever the case may be, um, God will take care of the rest. No, you are going to reap consequences Mm -hmm. And you will be disciplined if you are his legitimate child. Exactly. But why draw that to yourself intentionally? Just obey. And when we talk about obedience, we have a long list of what exactly that entails. Obedience. Or like at least what is it that we're trying to say when you obey? Miss Asia, I don't know if you wanted to add something in to what I've said. Yes, I do. Um, Some other perspective. Perspectives? Perspectives. (laughs) Yeah. Perspectives. Okay, why yes. did that sound fake coming out of my mouth? <laughs> like, I think it sounded like I was pronouncing it wrong. Anyways, um, two other perspectives that I wanted to offer as well was like the idea of let me just sit back because and not be concerned about if I'm being obedient or dis- or learning what God's will is by his scriptures or, you know, let me just basically not concern myself with any of those things mm. because the Holy Spirit is going to do it all mm. and I just need to be submissive to it and just kind of I can stay idle and you know he'll do it all and that'll be that or another idea of you know I'm so concerned about um being ignorant and sinning in ignorance 
But rather than searching the scriptures and praying and seeking after the Lord to basically make, um, you know, for me to learn that way I don't have to remain ignorant, I'm going to go ahead and just do whatever. And if I'm wrong, then I trust that he'll just discipline me mm. and then it'll be okay from there. Mm-hmm. And um, let me just say, I just described myself in that last one. Mm. So I'm not here to basically be pointing the finger and be like, wow, look at you. Like, look at me too. <laughs> you know, we like, both have been caught yeah. up in that. And uh, I've, you know, been in it, realized it, tried to not do that anymore, and then started subtly falling into it again and then having like, wait, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and yeah, and it's basically, we know that the Lord has provided everything that we need We know that it's his will that we know his will and that we obey him and that we seek him and find him and when we seek him with all of our heart and everything like that. And so really it's rather, because my whole thing was it's a sin to worry. So how about I don't worry and I just trust God, right? But the error there is if the Lord has provided me what I need, then why don't I trust him in knowing that as I seek the scriptures and as I pray that he'll provide what I need to not have to be in ignorance but to know his will and to do it and to walk obediently um and trust him in that because then I'm disregarding the fact that he's given us the sufficient scriptures and um basically saying I'm not gonna bother with any of that Mm -hmm. and uh and so that was just something that I was like okay well I can't I I don't want to do that then um And the other one, I believe, is also just that very passive thing, just by different means. And it's basically, there's no effort to have to be put in. But the thing is, is, you know, the the scripture talks about how, you know, he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And so if you, and it talks about how it's not good to be idle and all these things too. And so it's just kind of like, I mean, mind you, you also don't want to be a busybody, but anyways. Right. But it's just kind of like, if you just sit there and not really care about anything and be like, yeah, whatever, and be very passive and not diligently seek him like he wants you to, then there's that concern there. Because, you know, scripture talks about how the Holy Spirit will bring to remembrance things that mm-hmm. he's taught us in his word. So we need to be in his word then. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, it is all to the Holy Spirit's, like, it is all to God's praise and credit and glory, the refining, sanctifying work he does in us. Mm -hmm. I'm not in any way trying to say that, you know, we basically get all the credit. No, it's all God's working. He's the one that gives us a new heart and renews us and all of these things, but he has still given us tasks to do, things to do, good works, and diligently studying his word and all of these things. And then because of the Holy Spirit and everything he's provided, he makes it possible for it to do that work in us. And so it's just don't disregard seeking him and disregard the fact that he's given us what we need to obey him. And understandably, we stumble, but we get back up and we keep seeking him and we repent. And so, yeah, that was just some other perspectives that I wanted to offer. So let me go ahead and toss in like several scriptures because... It's you're saying them, and I'm just like, uh huh, uh huh. And I was like trying to like, do I have these scriptures on hand? And I love it. If not, the most likely like we put them always in when we post this, we put it in the intro box or mm-hmm. yeah, so the description box usually wherever yeah. wherever it's available. Um, so mindful of you talking about the works 
It's Ephesians 2.10. Mm-hmm. And it says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. So we are saved to good works. We're not saved by works. Mm-hmm. And that needs to be understood. Okay, no one's saying that over here at all whatsoever. Right. But we have stuff to do as we've been saved. It's not, yay, I believe in God. Um, I believe what Jesus did. And now I just go about my life doing whatever I want. Mm-hmm. It's not. If we truly have a regenerated heart, then we have this desire to seek after God, to do the things of God, and so forth. Which actually brings me to the scripture that I think you and I have said so many times, Mastasia, which is James 1, which is, But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Mm-hmm. The only way you're going to know God's word is by studying that word. Mm-hmm. is by reading it and studying it. And the only way that you get sanctified, which is a lifelong process until we go to eternity, is through reading that word. It's to living that word. It's to being the doer of that word and not just hearer. And that's how the Holy Spirit sanctifies us through conviction and repentance and having that renewal of the mind and the softening of the heart and becoming more into that righteous state that God desires us to be. Although he sees us perfected already, yet we will never reach perfection here. Mm -hmm. We are constantly in the state of sanctification but that's if we are seeking after christ and his word and the holy spirit is doing that sanctifying work of that stuff of the Mm -hmm. word being within us and that's how the holy spirit brings stuff to remembrance so where does obedience land in that obeying his commandments where his commandments the word the word of god Mm -hmm. you must be in your word i honestly when i hear people make comments uh oh yeah don't worry about reading your word or um i don't want to put any pressure on you to read your word so you take your time and you do no we don't believe that whatsoever we believe that that's nonsense we believe Mm -hmm. that that should be a priority to be in your word we believe that you need to be reading it every day at least studying one scripture at least meditating on that and then asking the Lord to help that apply to your life and that it do that sanctifying work in you so that you can mature in Christ. Mm -hmm. So you don't remain stagnant. And what is it? It says it talks about um, the babes. Oh, right. Where at first it's just you're having the milk, but then eventually you mature and And you have more. Yeah. You have like the actual meat, you know? And so it's, my goodness, it really does uh, I want to kind of go howdy a bit. <laughs> it chops my hide. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to just be like, it really, really makes me a little frustrated when I constantly hear other women, okay, I'm really, really directing these to, to women right now, but women, even pastors and elders and so forth, where it's just like, don't worry about getting in your word. Don't worry about it. God knows your heart. He knows where you're at. He knows your busyness and your schedule. No, I'm sorry. That's baloney. That's balooey. Wait, balooey. Flooey. Whatever. It's just one of those words. Anyways, that's nonsense, basically. You need to be in your word on a daily basis. And that is how the Lord does the work within your heart. 
It provides the convictions. It provides the ability to have your conscience unseared. It provides you the ability to know what's right from wrong. It provides you to um, speak and act in a spirit-filled way. You can't get on with life and not devote time to studying and reading God's word. Mm -hmm. That is the importance of what we're trying to really emphasize in obedience to God's commandments. Mm -hmm. Being obedient to the Lord takes your time, your effort, and yes, sacrifice. There are things that are probably thinking, many people are thinking, oh, I ain't got time for that. I don't have time for that because I have to do this because I have to then you need to organize your time where you're prioritizing his word right we Mastasia and I find it if we go one day without the word which I don't even know how long ago it's been since since I've done that it's not okay mm-hmm. it's not okay I am not equipped with what the day is going to bring right but how beautiful it is every time Mastasia and I get to come together in obedience of reading his word and then having to talk about how wonderful God has responded to the questions mm-hmm. and the doubts and the worrying and the anxious, you know, ideas or, or, or thoughts that are coming into our heads that he has a response to it all and he's providing what we need. And there's no other way of receiving that except for being in his word and obeying his commandments. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, another scripture I want to read is Romans six sixteen. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servant ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. Mm-hmm. And it's just, who do we follow? Mm-hmm. The world or God? Mm-hmm. The world's standards or the Lord's standards? Mm-hmm. The world's layout on how to go about life? Or the Bible's layout on how to go about life. There you go. You know, and it's like, well, whatever you're following, like if you're living to chase wealth, then your master is wealth. Mm-hmm. You dedicate your time and prioritize your time to wealth. And this is just an example of whatever many of the masters that we make, the mm-hmm. idols that we create. That we idols, yeah. And, and, and then if it's God, then you live according to that. I, you want to know his will because you want to obey him because he is your Lord. He is your shepherd. He is the one whom you look to mm-hmm. knowing that he is sovereign. He is king of kings, Lord of lords. He is infinite wisdom. So if we acknowledge those things, then wouldn't we want to search for that wisdom he's provided in his word? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, and it goes right back to not conforming to the world. And I think so easily we can start to do that in in the littlest of things where it's like well the world does it this way so looks like it works so I may as well right. rather than what do you say about this god mm-hmm. what, what what would you have me to do i want to be submissive to you right and seeking his word for that and praying knowing that the holy spirit will illuminate the scriptures and as you study it and properly interpret it and then are able to apply it living your life according to it so you're not just hearing it and then going away from it you know um yeah there is that scripture john fourteen twenty one that says he that hath my commandments and keepeth them he it he it is that loveth me and he that loveth me shall be loved of my father and i will love him and will manifest myself to him mm-hmm. you cannot be apart from his word mm-hmm 
you just can't because to know what he's expecting of you to know what it is to obey him is to be in his word and then to do what he has said not to do and to do right basically Mm -hmm. and there is a lot of things that he tells you not to do yet i find many still do right and there's no repentance coming from that Mm -hmm. so I'm just going to touch a little bit on that really quickly in simply saying this. If you are in sin, repent of it. Say, Lord, I'm sorry. And this means fear, anxiety, worry, lust, envy, bitterness, coveting. Mm -hmm. Gosh, the list can go on and on of what he says are sins in the word. And to disobey him is to not repent of those sins. Now, I can hearly, I can clearly hear, um, you don't know me. You don't know my life. You don't know what I've gone through. You, I have a right to this. Um, gosh, one of the worst sins possible is pride. Mm. And that is like the worst type of disobedience to the Lord. Mind you, I say this because I have been guilty Mm -hmm. of pride so many times that the convictions can be so profound yet my pride still wanted to be bigger than it Mm -hmm. and yet I knew I was in sin but that's the problem with that is that we don't allow the Lord to soften our hearts and convict us through the power of his word by the Holy Spirit instead we build up these walls of pride But I sincerely, sincerely, sincerely exhort you to repent of your sins and to be in his word and to obey what he says. That is how you show that you love him above everything else. Loving him with your heart, mind, soul, and strength Mm -hmm. than loving your neighbor as yourself. That is the greatest commandment that he has called us to. But if you can't do that, I beg to wonder whether you are truly saved, Mm -hmm. if you are truly his elect. But it's so important to repent of those sins because otherwise your heart becomes harder. It starts drifting further away from him. You can continue to call yourself Christian. You can continue to say, oh, yeah, yeah, I do this. I do that. Mind you, a lot of what you'll be acting on is your emotions and not biblical convictions. And then you will be one of those people that Mastasia read on Matthew 7:21 that says, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. If you're not doing his will, you're not being obedient to him. And it's not you deciding, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and walk in this and have no concern over what the Lord thinks. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say what I want to say because I have a right to. You know, the world is very much, you know, perpetuating and just saying hey say what you want be who you want do what you want because you have that right that is not biblical Mm -hmm. in any sense of the way that is complete disobedience and it's evil it is actually the agenda of satan himself and guess what you're a partaker of that so please don't call yourself a christian but if you do choose to call yourself a christian Seek to be in his word, seek to be conformed by his word, and seek to live by his word. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, I had something to say, but it flew. Kind of flew away. It kind of flew away, <laughs> yeah. 
I think that can happen often. Yeah, it it's often seems to, you know? Yeah, but it's okay, though. Well, we can actually get on the topic of probably giving an example as to when you had to be obedient. And mind you, being obedient to God, being obedient to what he's revealing in Scripture, doesn't always necessarily pan out how you may describe it or expect it to. Mm-hmm. God can do something incredible, something different, work you into a different direction or something other but the most important aspect of it is just to obey you Mm want to give an example geez i'm like there's so many (laughs) which one which one (laughs) um okay so one of the ways for uh as an example of obedience is just the fact that um, I have a desire to go to school. And uh, I know there's the scripture that talks about delight yourself in the Lord and he would give you the desires of your heart. And also about just trusting him, committing everything to him and knowing he will establish your steps and all of those things. And um, knowing that when it comes to making that big decision, there being like fear and worry and anxiety and all those things wanting to come in to trip me up basically but knowing that those are all sins and so basically I was just continuously praying to the Lord about um you know how to go about this and where my desires stood and all of these things and in studying the scriptures every morning and interpreting them and um applying them and praying over all of it um basically getting to this point where it's like if i am making decisions based out of fear or anxiety or distrust or um any of those kinds of things then those are not good decisions that i'm making because i'm doing them based out of sin rather than committing everything to the lord praying to him being like, okay, well, this is what I desire, and this is the decision I'm planning to make for these reasons, and I'm not going to let fear, condemnation, or these other things come and have that be my decision, or have my own flesh come in and be like, oh no, this would be easier, or this would be better, or this would be this, or whatever, and basically get caught up in all those things, but instead just continue committing everything to the Lord, trusting Him in it, and being, okay, I want this, and this is what I'm choosing to walk in as I'm delighting in him and committing everything to him and wanting to do the things that aren't in accordance with his will and aren't against his will, of course, and then basically moving in that direction without dwelling on those type of fears that can come in that are not grounded in truth, but are instead of my own mindsets, um, like being like, well, uh, I'm I'm not strong enough to get through it. It's going to be too hard for me. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. And it's like, well, I'm going to commit it all to the Lord and not believe those kinds of fear-based things of, oh, I'm not going to be good enough because ultimately the Lord knows exactly what's going to happen and and he continues to um, provide what I need to just keep walking forward. So in other words, a... What is being said is that it's a form of disobedience when 
any of us as Christians walk ahead um, with anxiety, fear, worry within our hearts. Because if we consider being obedient to God, God's word says, be anxious for nothing, but everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your requests known to God. And the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So to walk in anything that is fueled by anxiety, fear, worry, those types of things would be a form of disobedience. That's what you're saying, right? Exactly what I'm saying. Okay. So yeah, so that's obviously a form of disobedience. So to walk in obedience is to understand that you do not walk in things um, with the fueling or the backing of like, I don't know what to do. I'm afraid or I'm anxious, but I'm still going to do it. You know, it's like, no, you walk in confidence in the obedience of Christ of knowing what his word says. And that is to obey him. Um, what was the scripture that I wanted to say? If I can come across it. Uh, yeah. Sometimes this happens. Podcasts are real. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's quite all right. It doesn't. Uh, it's quite all right that I'm not even going to mention that one. It's okay. But basically, yeah, that's an example that I would use as obedience. Because I think sometimes... Um, if we take Psalm 37, 4, which is the one that Mastasia had said, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Um, delighting in your, in the Lord and like knowing exactly that you're seeking after him and everything and that you're asking him to align your motives in, uh, correctly with him and to implant his desires within your heart so that you can walk in those, um, desires is basically when you don't walk in those desires, there's a form of disobedience there. There's a form of, yeah, I see what you're telling me, Lord, but then when you're giving into the lustful desires, let's say the lust of the flesh desires, and they have some sort of contradiction to God's word, that's a concern because you're blatantly being disobedient. Mm -hmm. But if the Lord implants these desires that are glorifying to him and are biblically based, and yet you walk in them, that is obedience to him. So, um, again, examine yourself. Again, take inventory of what it is that you're doing in your life right now. Mastasia and I do this, I'm going to say, like, several times a day. Because <laughs> sometimes I wonder where I'm at with the Lord. And I'm just like, Lord, I just want to be sure that I want to be humbled before you. Um Mind you, sometimes I'm, I'm not in the greatest of places and the Lord really has to humble me. Other times I'm just praising and glorifying him so much because I desire to do his will. I desire his desires implanted within my heart and not my lustful desires, the lust of the flesh. I don't desire those mm -hmm. things. I don't want those things because they have nothing good to offer. <clears throat> Excuse me. I want his desires implanted within my heart <clears throat> so that I can walk in them with assurance and not be concerned. Obviously, there are instances where the mind wants to bring in these lies, wants to confuse you, your flesh wants to play games with you, the enemy is allotted the right, the permission to go ahead and play with you because God has a purpose in it. He wants to reveal what's truly in your heart. He wants to show you where your faith is at. He knows everything. Mm -hmm. So he is not doing this for his sake. It's for our sake. But he wants to see if you're willing to obey as well. Mm -hmm. And that's rather important 
because it's a matter of something that we get to witness ourselves and say, wow, Lord, I had no idea I was there. I had Mm -hmm. no idea I had this in my heart. I had no idea, but Father, forgive me. I desire to walk in obedience to you. Mm -hmm. I desire to walk in your will. So help me to do so. He will not ignore that prayer. He doesn't ignore hardly any of our prayers. He doesn't. If we're truly his elect, he hears us. He's our Abba Daddy. He is mighty Father, majesty, all-knowing, ever-present. He is sovereign and in control over all things. Mm -hmm. He holds us like a speck of dust in his hands. That is what we are to him. That is how we are to him. Yet he loves us immensely. Mm -hmm. So why don't we want to obey him? Mm -hmm. Why don't we want to give our lives devoted to him? Why don't we want his desires implanted in our hearts so that we can walk in them and fulfill the plans that he has for us? Why? Why do we want to seek out our own ideas, plans, you know, everything that it is, calling it God's will and being honestly blatantly disobedient? Mm -hmm. It's so unfortunate how I see many, many Christians out there just going about life Like, there's really no care in their life, and yet claiming to have this wonderful relationship with Christ and living for Him. Honestly, the fruit that you bear is very evident. And while I'm not allowed to judge motives of the heart, I'm allowed to judge the actions of individuals. Because the actions give away quite a bit. Even your verbiage can give away. A lot of where you're at with the Lord out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks mm-hmm. and yeah many would say oh you're trying to be a fruit inspector da 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 you know just make comments and everything no I read my word and by the power of the Holy Spirit I made known the true one interpretation of that word and how to apply it to my life and for that reason is why I seek to be obedient although I fail quite a bit I am allotted the ability to repent of that and then be right standing with God once more. Because 1 John 1 9 says, He is faithful and just to forgive us of all unrighteousness. And that's if we confess our sins first. So, I don't know. Are you guys willing to be obedient out there? I know that is a really huge desire of mine. I know it's one of Mastasia's desires, even in our failures, even in the mistakes that we made, even in the decisions and the choices that sometimes Mm -hmm. we make. And we're just like, Lord, we want to trust you. We cannot say, I don't know anymore. We cannot say, well, I'm ignorant of this, so I don't know. No, you have everything that you need in God's word. You have every capacity to obey him. It's either you don't want to, you're living by your emotions, or you're truly not a believer of Jesus Christ. You're not part of his elect. Miss Asia, do you have anything to add? Yeah, it's just, you know, we were bought with a price. Our life isn't our own anymore. And so I think it's just always crucial to want to desire to live the life that the Lord has for you, you mm-hmm. know? And it's not like you have to go like on this mystical adventure to discover it or anything his will isn't secret no it's not it's not it's very clear in scriptures what his will is and when you abide in those things you're delighting in him and then that's when it's the desires are implanted in your heart 
to walk in faith in. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, and of course we examine ourselves as well to see where it is that we stand in those things. And part of that process is praying Mm -hmm. and also seeking the scriptures um, to be convicted and repent of those sins. Um, Because, yeah, I think uh, even just another quick example of having to be obedient is when you've sinned against somebody and then you're convicted of it and now you have to go seek forgiveness and yet pride wants to come in and be like Mm-mm, no you didn't do anything wrong Nah, you know but it's like no you need to push past that and be like no the, the lord wa- would have me to repent of this before him and to ask forgiveness to mm-hmm. others and so um yeah it's just living for the lord and the thing is is This isn't to say everybody has to go out and do the exact same ministry thing or the exact same this or this or that. We all have different gifts. We all have different roles that we play in the body of Christ in the church, you know, and um, different, you know, roles that we have, different things that we do, um, different desires that we have, you know. But nonetheless, to still desire the Lord's plans and wills over our own. Mm -hmm. Yeah, God has, God is all about order. I mean, that becomes even more and more evident to me as time goes by and I seek his word. He has a role for all of us to play, but yet we're in mass disarray Mm -hmm. all around here because of lack of obedience. Mm -hmm. We just, we don't obey his word. We, We fail to obey his word. And it's very unfortunate to hear the often retorts, I don't have time. That's good for you, not good for me. And mind you, this is coming from Christians. Why are you judging me? Why are you such a legalist? What do you think you're holier than thou? Why are you so prideful? Why do you think it's right for you to tell me what I need to do and not to do? Hey, it's not me telling you. It's God telling you. And there needs to be obedience to him. Also, God knows my heart. What else have you heard, Nastasia? My goodness, there's (laughs) so many um just along the lines of just wanting to abuse his grace it seems Mm -hmm. um he knows what i'm doing and he's fine with it because i have his grace Mm -hmm. or we have like a special arrangement we have a yeah some sort of like you know what this is our relationship that's not your relationship Mm -hmm. or his word doesn't tell me that Mm -hmm. his word doesn't say that to me or the holy spirit doesn't tell me this the holy spirit tells me i'm okay let me tell you, the Holy Spirit and God's word will never contradict each other. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit authored it. it yeah. <laughs> I was like, there is no such thing. And if you're saying to yourself right now, well, I have work, I have children, I have this, I can't be obedient to the Lord. Well, you'd have to really wonder, what is your life actually like then? Is your life actually glorifying to the Lord? Or is it that you are not assuming the role that he has you to be? as his word dictates and in doing so living out his will (gasps) we hear thunder sorry we had to toss that in there (laughs) (laughs) i know it's a serious topic and it is really serious but yes it's a matter of truly living out god's will for your life and understanding what real christianity is it is not a cakewalk 
It is not something that allows you to say, I have a place in heaven while I do whatever I want down here. If you look at the disciples in God's word, if you look at the apostle Paul, if you truly study their lives and see they sacrificed everything for God. And I'm not saying you need to drop your job. I'm not saying all that stuff, but within your employment, within your, if you're a stay-at-home mother, stay-at-home father, whatever the case may be, your situation, you live sacrificed and submitted unto Christ. You're obedient to everything he says in his word. There is no ands, ifs, or buts about it. We will, at one point, give an account to everything we have said and done, even things we have not done or said here on earth. And that should be something that jars you to the point of, where is my life at? Am I being obedient to the Lord? How, wow, it sounds like I'm giving my questions already. (laughs) I know. (laughs) But literally, it should have you examine your life and truly see whether you are right with him or not. If you are truly one of his elect, because there are two judgment places that either unbelievers go, that unbelievers go, and that is a great white throne judgment, or believers go to, and that's the Bema seat. So which one do you want to go to? Literally. Which one is the one that you want to go to? And don't say, I'm going to get in there by the skin of my teeth, so let me just rock out and be crazy and do what I want down here because God's grace covers me. Let's not think that way. Let's think as the apostles have, the disciples have. I will give everything of myself to Christ, submit myself and be obedient to him and live out what he has for me, not what I have for myself. But if it means sacrifice everything and die for my namesake, namesake, I would pray that we will all say, Amen. Mm -hmm. Glory to you, Lord. My life is in your hands. Do what you will with it. Like that is literally an ultimate obedience. Mm-hmm. Anastasia? Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so honestly, I guess I could throw out my my little um three questions. Yeah. Hit it. Question time with Amanda. You might cry, but hopefully good tears. Nice. Woo-woo. Alrighty, so three questions to think about. One, we gave a lot of information in this podcast. I really think we did. Um, But honestly, this is an absolute wonderful time to truly examine yourself. Were one of your thought processes, we were judging you, we were condemning you, we were being legalistic? Mm -hmm. That's question one. Number two, why do you think that? Examine yourself. Where are you at? Are you saying you don't have time? Are you making excuses and not being in your word? And number three, is that being obedient to the Lord? Truly answer that question. And do you desire to be obedient to God? Mm-hmm. These are all things that you take before the Lord. You ask those questions. And I guarantee you, if you seek with all of your heart, you will find him. Mm-hmm. You will. Yep. And obedience is so important. I cannot stress that enough. And the only way to obey is by knowing his word and being in his word. Mm -hmm. So it's all outlined right there. It is. It's there. Mm -hmm. It's just enough. I say enough of all of us, Mm -hmm. including Mastasia and myself. Enough of this, let me make excuses. 
let me live my life. I'll get up to heaven and God will understand. No, he's not going to understand. If you are in your word, you will see that he is not going to understand you. Mm -hmm. You are going to know him. That he is not only a loving God, as many like to emphasize, Mm -hmm. a gracious God, as many like to abuse, a merciful God, because everybody pleads for that, but he's also a very just God. Mm -hmm. And he will grant you what your motives are worth. Mm -hmm. And that cannot look pretty if we're not truly examining ourselves and wondering, am I right with you, Lord? Am I obeying you, Lord? Is this what you have for my life, Lord? Is this truly where you want me to be? Am I being that wife? Am I being that daughter? Am I being that husband? Am I being that son? Am I being that grandparent? Am I being that elder in the church? Am I being that pastor? Am I being whatever, whatever you want to put title in there? Am I actually living it to the glory of God Mm -hmm. and obeying your word? Mm -hmm. Truly, you got to think on these things. Mm -hmm. As Christians, you really, really have to examine yourself. Live for Christ. Obey him and see the wonderful things he does instead of living in this cage or this cave or I don't know, whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. stronghold of fear, anxiety, worry, and just unknowing. And finally get into the adventure of serving Christ. Mm -hmm. Man, Mastasia and I can give you countless stories of what we have gone through already thus far in even less than a year. Mm -hmm. But is it all worth it? Yep. Absolutely. Do we see this immense amount of change within our hearts and then those we get to encounter? Absolutely. (laughs) That is such a treasure. Let us sacrifice our lives for Christ. Let us be very, very cautious and discerning over what we listen to, who we listen to, what we watch, (laughs) etc. Yes. Alrighty. (laughs) Yeah. That was a... Yeah, that was intense. (laughs) (laughs) But no, for reals, we do have an immense amount of love for just everybody that is walking each and every day, battling, putting on that full armor of God and engaged in this war. Mm -hmm. Because there is a war and there is an enemy of our souls. And that is Satan. And he's seeking to steal, to kill and destroy us. Mm -hmm. So let's be obedient to God and let's honor him yes. in all that we say that we do. Let him be glorified. Mm-hmm. Whether you by eat or drink, be- glor- do it all for the glory of the Lord. Amen. Mm-hmm. Let us be obedient. Would you like to pray us out? Yes. Great. Our Heavenly Father, who has adopted us all through the finished work of Christ and is our Lord, the Lord of all, who has dominion over all and is completely sovereign and in control of all things, Thank you so much that we can approach your throne. And I ask that we would continue to just be lights in this world and that we would continue to proclaim the gospel boldly that your kingdom would come. And I ask that you would just continue to provide everything that we need in the wisdom and discernment um, and helping us to study your scriptures and learn all you would have us to, that we would be obedient to you, that we would live for you and not ourselves, and that we would be able to discern the convictions that you give us that we may repent and walk in accordance to your will 
versus the condemnation that we can sometimes be attacked with, Lord. But I thank you that you see us, that you hear us, that we can make these requests to you. I thank you that you continue to provide everything that we need. I do thank you for the grace for when we stumble, but I thank you for giving us everything we need in Christ and by the power of the Holy Spirit to continue persevering through our trials and to continue just being sanctified by you, Lord. Thank you so much for your word, and thank you so much for the ability to have it, Lord, and to seek you and know that we will find you, Lord. I pray that your will would be done in all of our lives, and that we would be well familiar with your will, Lord, and that we would desire the things in accordance with your will, and um, that in all things that we do, you would be glorified. And it's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Amen. So once again, thank you so much for tuning in. We really greatly appreciate the prayers and the support that we have received. And we know we will probably constantly be receiving because there's just a lot of wonderful people out there praying for us. Mm -hmm. So thankful for that. Me too. Um, But regardless of everything else, know that we keep you all in prayer. If you're checking us out, please continue to do so. Support us. Give us prayer. We just need it. Mm -hmm. We know that we do. And um, we're just, we're grateful. Yes. We really are. And we have so many reasons, so many things to just praise God for. We absolutely do. So hope you enjoyed and tune in to the next one. And thank you. Bye. Bye.